Have you been looking for a way to stay focused on your goals and grow your MSP? Accountability groups from Rocket MSP can help. We offer weekly accountability sessions that meet online with a group of your peers. Your success begins with accountability. Go to www.rocketmsp.io to join your accountability group today. So Dale, yes, sir. <laughs> we um we were talking yesterday about um you know how <laughs> oh boy how um how kind of you got started and what it was like as you started to grow in those first few years and uh, you know the one thing we didn't talk about Dale is I I feel I felt a little intimidated after we met. I don't know if you realized, I started growing my beard. Oh, look at you. So... <laughs> I'll do a segment so I... about beard, gro- beard growth? Get, get... No, no, we don't have to do a whole segment about it. But I just, I just thought you would, um, I just thought you would appreciate that. I do appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, you, yours is quite nice. I'm a fan. So when when we when we stopped in uh 2006 so roughly 4 years after you started the actual business enable reached out to you they started teaching you about what an msp is like you were already kind of doing this you were already um very knowledgeable in enterprise tech and performing enterprise service thanks to your experience in the marines um so what do you feel like once once you started to get like the right tools or or just better tools? I don't know if there's ever a right tool. I'd say probably more right. aligned tools, right? You know, I was using yeah. tools, but certainly the RMM PSA, they were made for what I was doing, right? They yeah. solved that that problem. So so once you got the the RMM, the PSA, what do you feel like your biggest hurdle was to continue to grow? You know, I, I certainly now you get into the world of sales and marketing. So enable, you know, taught me how to be, you know, fixed fee MSP, right? You know, how to be, you know, reactive versus proactive versus fixed fee, hardware as a service, all these things. Now, the the thing that I thought was a challenge certainly then was I had all these clients that were accustomed to that traditional way, hourly, block time, you know, things like that. So now I had to go convince these clients to move over to more of the monthly, right? You know, uh, so at the time, you know, as an industry, again, it's still fresh. So clients weren't really accustomed to paying per month like they are today, right? You know, to them, especially at that time, you know, it was expected to be hourly and they were hoping to call you as little as possible, right? But meanwhile, we all knew, and I certainly knew, and this was my enterprise mindset, I knew we needed to be doing maintenance on the systems, you know, and, and I, although I was still serving that through, block hours, right? I was telling clients, Hey, you got so many systems. We're going to charge you so many hours per month. We're going to, you know, deduct them, whatever, um, you know, getting enlightened to now I've got this tool set. Now I can go fixed fee and what that really meant. Uh, and at the time, you know, Gavin Garbutt, and, and I think definitely, you know, he's got a new company today, augment, which is today's 
SaaS version of what RMM was today, right? You know, RMM, sure, it's there. As long as we got hardware, we're going to need it. But today, everything's moved into the cloud. So how do we do the same mm -hmm. thing for cloud services? So Augment's a, you know, a, a major thing I'm following right now because it's really in the next next phase. This that's the evolution, if you will. Um, and I, I think it's exactly what's needed today versus then. But my biggest challenge was taking my clients and convincing them to now pay me you know, this fixed monthly fee, right? We're not going to be counting hours anymore. We're going to be this, that, and the other. Um, yeah. So, that's, go ahead. That's scary. It, that it was is. was scary back at that time, yeah. It was. I, I remember that transition, you know, like when, when, when I got started, everything was still like very commonly block hours. And I was approaching companies saying, uh, you, you don't need a server. I mean, this is back in 2009. Yeah. Um, you don't need a server. We can do everything in the cloud. You know, you don't you don't need to pay me per hour. Um, I can just manage everything, maintain it all, and just keep your business up and running for X dollars uh, a workstation, and then X dollars a user and X dollars a server and all that. Like, it was it was scary. Yeah, and it was there was a huge reluctance. So, uh, mm -hmm. my account manager at the time, uh, David week still, still over there and enable. Um, but many moons ago when he was he, <clears throat> not as, not as big as shoes as he has today. Uh, he was my account manager. So we would have these weekly calls. Like we would have, like I would have weekly coach coaching calls with, with them kind of going through the process. They were helping me, uh, you know, turn into a mature MSP I'll say. And, um, it was a joke, right? Uh, we'd have, we had built the list. Like what are all my existing clients? How much are they paying per month? How many systems do they have? And like, I had like the transition list. So the joke was David would call me and go, Hey David, so how, or Dale, how are you doing transitioning your clients over? And I'm like, Oh, I haven't transitioned any of my clients, but the new prospects I'm talking to, they love this shit, man. Like they, to them, it was like, Oh wow. I don't have to count hours. anymore. like, they got it. Right. So what was funny was, Whereas we were expecting the expectation was by their blueprint to convert your existing clients. Well, I was just going to market to new prospects about this new way of delivering IT services, which was the fixed monthly fee. And look, we're not counting hours anymore. And my, my thing was at the time was like, look, those other guys billing you by the hour, you know, they're licking their chops, hoping you get a virus, right? Because if you get a virus and they got to spend eight hours in here fixing it, well, they have a good day at the office. You have a bad day at the office. Uh, but on a fixed fee, you're going to pay me the same whether you get viruses or not. So now I'm incentivized that you're not going to get viruses. In fact, I'm going to bring you virus software and I'm going to put mine in there and we're going to make sure yours is updated so that you don't get viruses. So now uh, you're going to get the benefit of not having downtime, not having system issues because I'm going to do what I want to do, which is proactively maintain your network the way it should be so that you have less problems. You having less problems means more money for you. You having less problems means more money for me. It's a win-win, right? Um, and I wasn't afraid to have that conversation with clients, right? The, the less issues you have, the more profitable I'm going to be, but that is my job. And that's what you want, right? And I would relive that pain. Hey, what was it like when you came in to lost files and you realized your backups haven't been gone, right? And, and things like that, or, or you, you weren't patched or whatever the case may be. Um, those were, or you got a virus because you realized you didn't, you didn't know to renew your semantic antivirus at the time, whatever it was. So, um, so the, the, my new prospects, 
got it, right? Because I could talk to the pain of that reactive model that, hey, just call me when there's a fire. And, and quite frankly, by that point, I had been burnt out by that firefighting business, right? That firefighting fighting business, it's not scalable. And it's just the biggest stress of the world. Like you, every day, you're like, what am I coming into? You know, what 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 fire am I going to have to go put out today? So, um, yeah, so we started focusing on prospects who wanted to do business the way we wanted to do business, fixed fee managed services. Um, and if they didn't in what I would do is like, as they, as my legacy clients, uh, and look, you don't love every client. So my clients that didn't see the value in that, I would say, Hey, well, sorry, this is how I'm doing business now. I don't sell block hours anymore. Well, but, but, but yeah, I'm sorry. Well, and, and, you know, and I think that's one lesson, uh, you know, to tell is like, again, run your business for you, what, what, what you, your vision is, um, even your clients, they, they might want to see you do business and you should open your ears to opportunities to improve and grow based on the needs of your clients. But there's going to be some exceptions out there and you, you, you don't want to manage by exceptions. You want to manage by something that you can grow and scale, you know? So those clients at the time for me who wanted me to just bill them by the hour and, 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 or, whatever. Like I was already moving on. I knew I had a winning formula. So if they weren't going to come, Hey, see ya, you know, call, call, call the computer service guy that's going to bill you by the hour. It's, that's not me anymore. So earlier when I, when I asked you about your, your kind of biggest hurdle, um, a lot of, a lot of MSPs think of, of their hurdle is like a particular milestone. Um, sometimes they, they get to a certain point and they feel like they've plateaued and maybe it's, you know, we, we're at like 800,000, 900,000 revenue a year. We just can't figure out how to, how to break into the, uh, the seven figure club, you know, um, or, or we've got X number of employees and we just can't figure out how to, how to continue to grow so that we need more employees. Cause, um, unless you're doing business wrong and more employees typically means you're, you're busier and your business is making more money. Um, do, do you feel like you, you at, at any point kind of plateaued? I, fortunately we never really did. You know, we were always on a trajectory of growth. Um, you know, over the course of that time, I was continuing to reinvest into the business. So I went and bought new office space to expand. I mean, the first, I mean, I started in the bedroom of my house. My cousin was renting the room from me. Um, we worked out of here. I think one day I came home and he was asleep and not answered the phone. That's when I hired my wife. Uh, and then, you know, I was like, well, we need office space. Now we got two employees. So I rented a little, you know, uh, corner of an office. And then when their upstairs tenants moved out, I took over the upstairs and then I grew into the uh, half of their downstairs. And then I had to go buy my own building and we just, we were always growing. So I guess like that my hurdle was always uncorking for the growth, so to speak. Um, but mm -hmm. otherwise staying consistent, like, you know, uh, getting into like, how did I grow? Like I, I, just networking and referrals, just networking and referrals, networking and referrals. Um, you know, people want to do business with, people they know and they like. Right. And so, um, 
you've got to get out there and network. You've got to expose yourself. You've got to tell people what you're doing. And I, I was constantly doing that. I, you know, I went to networking events constantly, anything I could go to, I did. Um, and, and, and we, we made that a team effort. So my wife would go to things. She was on boards. I was on boards. We were, we were going to whatever events we could. We were just talking. Uh, we would make it, we would be intentional about going to these events. Like, Hey, um, so-and-so's company is probably going to be there or, Hey, let's see how many, you know, business cards we can get of prospects and ask for meetings there, you know? Um, so I think around growth, we were just always networking and growing the business, um, you know, and, and being willing to open up and, and reinvest back into the business and to, to let it grow. Um, I think what I see a lot too is, is the founder's cap, um, where if anyone's not read it, those of you guys out there who are, you know, starting your own business, thinking about starting your own business or, or maybe trying to find ways to brew. Uh, it's it, um, the E-Myth by Michael Gerber. Uh, I read that many moons ago. And that really talks about what, what I was speaking about earlier, which was, you know, that mindset of like, once you start the business, now you're a business owner. And But the founder's cap is real, right? So long as the founder is doing everything more than they should. Uh, now that business can only grow beyond grow to what their two hands are capable of doing, right? You know, so much as they hold on and do everything, uh, that's as far as the business is going to grow. So, you know, being willing to, you know, delegate, you know, shed as you go, as you grow, be willing to do that. You know, look, you can look at that as, as an expense, but I, I would challenge the fact that, you know, those, you know, those poor IT clients, right, that that look at us as an expense and we're going, no, we're actually an investment, right? Because when you get a good MSP, you're going to have less problems and your business is going to do better, right? Mm -hmm. That's the same mindset, right? If you're the MSP business owner, but you're you're struggling to grow, but you're also afraid to go hire, you know, that office admin, right, that you need or hire that salesperson or hire that marketing person because you, you want to do it. You, you want to do it all, right? Uh, yeah. You know, that's the same mindset. You're 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 looking at those things as expenses instead of investments, right? Um, so, because the best thing you could be doing is getting getting a resource to get you out there more to you know, as far as marketing, right? Put put you out there more so people can learn about who you are and what your business is and grow. Um, you, you just can't do it all, and so long as you think you 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 will, you, you won't grow. While we were growing. What was the best source of leads? Was that typically the networking and referrals for you? It was. And, and I wasn't afraid to ask clients, um, you know, if, if they had any other folks. I, I think another way that, that I liked to win was like, hey, if, if, if I was having, I would always look at clients I was having success with, right? So if I'm having success with a healthcare provider or whatever, I'll go, okay, what other healthcare providers are in the area? I'd send an email, make a call, make it, put them on the list, you know, to, to target a networking event or whatever and say, Hey, you know, Bob over to like, I, you know, we did a lot of small uh, medical offices, for example. So if I want a dental office here, that was like the premium one in that area, I would look in the surrounding area and go, and I would start soliciting out to them. Like, Hey, I'm serving Dr. Downs. And, you know, as you may know, he's got a prominent practice. Maybe there, maybe there's a way that I could help you too. Right. And now I'm, I'm coming with some credibility, right. You know, that's always big. You got to come with the credibility, but you got to, um, seek first to understand, right. So when you get the opportunity to talk to folks, whether you're networking or whatever, 
um, you know, make it about them. Like that, not, not about you, you know, this is what I do now. Tell me, Hey, what, what do you do? Oh, you, you, you run a dentist office. Great. Like how long have you been doing that? How many systems do you have? Do you have any software? Right. You just let them tell their story and then that their problems are going to come about. And then you just kind of challenge, well, how are you, how are you addressing that problem? Well, I've got a guy, but he only does this on the side and he can get to me every three days. Oh, really? You know, Hey, well, if you ever get in a jam, call my team. I mean, my, my staff's full time. You know, we we're, we service people if it's on site, same day, if we have to, but you do. And you're just planting seeds, right? Because the next time that dude that he's down and he's calling his, his cousin's uncle's, you know, nephew um, who does it on the side and he can't get there, you know, he's going to grab that next card. He's going to call you and you've won that. You, know, you do your thing. Um, that was at the time, definitely how, how we want to want a lot of new clients, just, just planting seeds, you know, don't, don't sell them, have them sell you on what their problems are and, you know, be ready to solve them. What did your, your sales funnel kind of look like? You know, you mentioned that you would, um, okay, I just picked up Dr. Dan, the, the dentist. Now I'm going to. Now I'm going to send an email or make a phone call or send a letter or whatever uh, to these other dental offices and see who else is going to bite. So can you can you kind of walk me through the overall sales, like the steps in the sales process that you eventually figured out this is this is the winner. If I do all of this stuff, we'll we'll win every time or most of the time. Or whatever. Well, I think. You know, for any business, you, you said the magic word, like you actually have to have a process, right? So if you get the opportunity, so, so there's, you know, you're going to get your targets and you're going to hopefully turn them into leads and prospects. Um, but at, at which point you get the opportunity to meet with them, right? Um, so, I mean, a, a couple of key things that anyone wanna, would want to, you know, look, this might go one-on-one, 101, but, you know, let's just start assume, right? So, um you got to make sure you're meeting with the decision maker, right? So when you're, when you're out there prospecting and you're setting these appointments or you're, you're soliciting and you get an appointment, you know, you want to ask those things like, okay, who, who makes these decisions? Okay. Are they going to be in the meeting? And, and you really shouldn't take that meeting unless that person's going to be there because no one can present your business or have these conversations, uh, better than you. And so when you're meeting with the office administrator, but they're not really the office manager, but they're not really the one who's going to make the decision, right? Well, tell me what you got to tell me and I'm, I'll go tell the boss. Now I need the boss in the room. Well, he's busy. Just let me know when he's not busy. You know, what, what, what's not busy for him? You know, Oh, that's three weeks out. Let's book it. You know, because it's a, it's a waste of time. If you think you're going to go sell Sally office manager and she's going to go sell for you. She's not, it's, it's just not going to happen because all she's What's going to happen is she's going to hand your proposal to Dr. Dan and he's going to go straight to the bottom line. He's going to bypass any value proposition that you're trying to make. And he's going to go, okay, who's, what's the other guys look like? Right. You know? And so number one, make sure you're meeting with a person who can, that you can build a relationship with. Um, yes. That, that has the power to make the decision. Um, and, and you should hold fast to that because you don't want to waste your time. You got the commute time. You got the time spent. You got the time to probably have to go back again if, you know, Dr. Dan does want to meet you and now you're, you know, you're starting all over. So I stay firm in that. And there's no reason not to, you know, it's, uh, um, from there though, usually, uh, what I like to do is make my first meeting, uh, all about them. Right. I, 
I'm there to introduce myself. But like I said earlier, I want to know what's, why am I here? Like, you know, uh, one of the things I would always just start with just, why am I here? <laughs> you know, like, and they, they would tell you everything you needed to know, right? They're, their, their backups failed and they couldn't recover. Their current guy isn't responsive enough. Uh, you know, they had a project go wrong. They're, they're going to, there's a reason you're there, especially today. Um, you know, I'd say the, the MSP client is more the norm now, right? You know, I, I feel like there's more clients out there that are, um, you know, familiar with doing business with an MSP than was when I started. So you're going to be there probably for some sort of service reason with their existing MSP at this, at this juncture. Um, so for, for me, uh, you know, if I were, you know, in that first time appointment, I'd be talking about, Hey, well, why am I here? And let them talk, you know, like let them do the talking. Um, and then, uh, gobble all that up and then get your, stuff down. So, and I'm just, I'm not naming these processes, but this is a good, good process that, that I've seen work, um, is now you're, you're info gathering, right? You're just inter interview. All right. Well, how many offices do you have? How many systems do you have servers? Where are your users? Like you're getting all this as you're, as they're telling you about their problems, their systems or whatever. And then you schedule the next meeting, right? Don't sell them day one, right? quickly let them have the majority of the time and then at the end go right well listen i here's what i hear i hear your backups failed you you you, you did that you thought they were working they weren't working okay uh you, you you've got slow response time so these are things that we definitely do here's a couple things um we do the x regarding backups we do y re regarding service i tell you what i'm gonna take all this let's when's your next availability? How, how soon can I get back here and kind of dive into these things and show you more about what we do? Then you take that back. You've already got your appointment set. Don't leave that. Don't leave the first meeting without having the next one set. Never leave a meeting without having the next meeting set. Never, don't Absolutely. do it. Um, then now you go back and put your presentation together. And when you go back there and present, you present on those top one, two, three problems that that client has. Um, you know, this was something when I was bringing up sales folks, I would lecture them, right? I, we would go in and the client would tell us about all these service problems. And then the sales guy would go, well, let me tell you about our antivirus, you know, like, no, <laughs> like, no, they don't, they don't care how the watch is made. They just yep. want to know what time it is. Exactly. Exactly. And so you need to focus on, again, how you solve the problems that are a priority to them. Not saying you, you don't mention the the other things but those are bonuses right and so that client they've got poor backups they've got poor service yep we include the backups we include the software we include the hardware we're going to back you up locally we're going to back you up in the cloud this is the benefits of all those things uh, our service times are x this is what you expect help us issues real time on site you know next business day at the latest whatever your service metrics are using all that as an example but oh by the way we also do this. We also provide your 365. You're a 365 client. How, how's that going for you? Yeah, you know, we have some struggles, licenses, blah, blah, blah. We don't know what we have. Yep, well, we'll manage that for you too. And you make light work of all the other things. You make those things like a bonus. Like, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm going to come solve those reasons while I'm here. And I'm also, here's, here, but wait, there's more, right? Here, here's the rest that you're going to get from dealing with me. Um that's it, man. I mean, it, it sounds simple, but it it's I'm a simple, stupid guy, man. The more you complicated, the, the more hurdles you're going to make, the more stress you're going to be. Um, first time appointment, make it all about them. Go back, regroup, 
have that next meeting set, go in there and present based on their problems, show them the bonus uh, of doing business with you, the add-ons, that the benefits that they'll get, and then get them started. So winning formula, close them quick. Have you been looking for a way to stay focused on your goals and grow your MSP? Accountability groups from Rocket MSP can help. We offer weekly accountability sessions that meet online with a group of your peers. Your success begins with accountability. Go to www.rocketmsp.io to join your accountability group today. Hey, thanks for listening to part two. Be sure to check back tomorrow for the next episode. 